no such thing as werewolves. Neighbor! Uh, sorry! What? Station for one. Go for John. Fox Creek and hide. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. Ah, oh, the stream isn't working. Fucking usual. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah! <laughs> We're broadcasting live for Channel 5 here to talk about the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> 192020 film uh, by writer director Jim Cummings, who I know absolutely nothing about. Yeah, he, um, you know, because of this movie, uh, it came out last year uh, during the pandemic, which is mm-hmm. still going on, <laughs> which we talked about last episode. I'm actually going to stop the stream and start it again. I'm already uploading this manually to YouTube. But anyway, uh, because of this movie, which I fucking loved, by the way. I went, I went out and I searched for anything else that he's ever done before. And the only thing he uh, the only thing else that he's done movie-wise, he's done some short films, um, was a film called Thunder Road. Um, which, which I have and have not watched yet. It, I went out and got it myself, actually, because I enjoyed this film so much that I felt the need that I I have to watch other things that he's done. Um so I, I I went and got that film, and I haven't seen I haven't watched it yet, but it it looks like that's a it won the the Cannes Film Festival actually uh, that mm-hmm. that movie actually won, um, and he actually is there's a film he just made called The Beta Test, which there's a trailer for it out. It just came out I think two weeks ago, so that's coming soon. It's called the beta test. It looks very interesting. Uh, I want to see. Nice. I want to see this guy make more stuff 
I, I really, yeah, right? I really do. Um, Here, here's a fun thing. Uh, I was looking at his, his career, his yeah. career, and uh, his first acting gig was in the 2015 film called 13 Cameras. Oh, I don't know anything about that. I've seen it. Oh, you've seen it? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a, it's a direct-to-video uh, horror film about a, a landlord that, like, spies on his uh, his tenants and slowly, like, kidnaps him or whatever. It's, you know, stupid shit. But it, it had a kind of funny ending, and I, it was a fine film, but I, I totally didn't recognize him from that. I don't think he... I, I have to go watch it again just to see if he acts like he does. Right. <laughs> I And I do remember when this trail we i was watching the trailer when it first came out with holly and i we watched like 15 20 seconds of it she was like turn it off turn it off i don't want to even see anymore we're watching it right so uh, i was i was put on alert Keep, tell me when that film comes out so we can see it i went in completely blind i know i had a quick conversation with you about it i was like please tell me this and this doesn't happen happen because you know because i had seen something very quick and i'm like i'm pretty good and i know you are too it's like I know how it ends now, you know, or I know the twist or I know this. And I'm like, you've seen it. Please tell me I'm wrong. And you said, yes, you are wrong. And I was like, good. I'm not, I am not watching anything else about this movie. I'm not watching a trailer. Right, I'm not watching spoilers. anything. Yes. Yeah, so obvious spoilers coming up, but, but the whole film uh, basically surrounds the, the character played by Jim Cummings, uh, uh, John Marshall, who's, uh, is he a Marshall? He's the sheriff. He's like a sheriff. He's a sheriff. Well, he's his dad, guy, which is Rob, played he's by like Robert, dad. yeah, which his dad is played by Robert Forster, is the sheriff, which I believe. I don't know if this was his last thing or if it was yes. El Camino, was his last. No, this was his last. Night. This was his last. So. Yeah, because he, he died in 2019. Oh, wait! He filmed all that stuff that much earlier, huh? Well, I, well, I mean. It probably didn't come out right after. Did he? Di- I thought he yeah. died in 2020. No. I just looked it up. That's uh, the only reason I'm so positive. Uh, I just looked it up. Wow, the movie came out a whole year later. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was they saying? Uh, oh yeah, no. So yeah, Jack Marshall. He's the main character. So he's the deputy of uh, deputy uh, cop. He's a deputy deputy mm-hmm. sheriff. And, um, well, it says when also, sheriff. Um, it says in the in the in the. It says sheriff John, but his dad's the sheriff. But go ahead. Yes, I'm sorry. Right, but uh, anyway. I know. Uh, so he he's he's a troubled character. He has anger management issues. He's a recovering alcoholic or an alcoholic, um, and uh, he's a uh, divorced, uh, trying to deal with his his uh, ex wife and his daughter teenage Which, daughter. I love that uh, scene by the way when she's yelling at him and the waitress comes over and you just hear. Like very softly, back. You want coffee? He's like he just looks up, goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I just, I just love his delivery. I love oh. that he's a writer director, but I also love that he's a good actor too. I love that, you know, just mm-hmm. like his his little quips, his, his his banter, the way he says things, the just the way he delivers the scene. He steals a bunch of scenes. He just—I know he's the writer director, but he's—he is stealing scenes. I think the specific line that that triggered Holly to tell me to turn off the trailer so I didn't ruin the rest of the film for yeah. it is when he's yelling at the one guy. He says, "He's yelling at the cops," and he's like, "There are no such thing as werewolves. When do I get to be right?" 
<laughs> when do I? Yeah, that's right. He's like, when do I get to be right? I love the other scene where he's talking to the cop. He goes, you are a bad cop. You should have gone into computer science. Because <laughs> you are not good at this. You yeah. are not good at this. <laughs> he He's great at playing this flawed character that's very human and very under, you know, it's very easy to understand where he's coming from. And like, but at the same time, like, you know, he's flawed. You know, he's creating his own problems most oh, of yeah. the time. Yep. Uh, but, but at the same time, you, you like, you you know on a certain level he's right, but you also know that he's just not he's he's his own worst enemy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, yeah. so the whole thing that Joey asked me about because again we declare spoilers, so we're not running things. Is it was the was it the poster that you saw? <sighs> no. Um, it was. I believe it was the it wasn't the trailer it was like one of those it was like one of those not a tv spot because this didn't get that but it was a small thing it probably was on facebook you know where they probably showed like a little thing and um no maybe it was the poster what we're dancing around no here. it was the poster i think it was the poster it was the poster yeah. yes hold on um i know exactly the poster and so, what, what we're talking about, uh, you know, the, the grill in the room is is that uh, my concern was in the during the film too. I, I I would say halfway through the film, I was convinced that's where they were going with it because they because the film really subtly draws a very distinct correlation between uh, the idea of a werewolf, a man t- turning into a monster, right, and the idea of a of a man uh, like battling his inner demons. Yeah, the the with, with the threat of becoming com- a monster. The comparisons are, so, are stark. Right. Yeah. And so the movie poster, I believe, is something similar, right? So the movie poster, the you one that it? I the, I did find it. It's the one where it has um, Jim Cummings, the John. His face is almost not demonic, but it's definitely troubled, and in it's him, and then his head is kind of morphed into the werewolf head and i just flat out asked scott i go is the sheriff the werewolf because the poster implies that that is the case and and maybe maybe they did it on purpose because it's like we want to lead you in that direction because you don't know who anyone really is Mm -hmm. oh yeah and again the film the film really makes you believe that's where they're heading for at least the first half i would say at least until the second act oh definitely definitely yeah um uh but yeah so i mean but the basic yeah beyond what we described about the character's origins is during this whole thing uh it's uh was it alaska it was utah that wasn't alaska utah utah i'm sorry yeah same thing um same thing there's these murders going on (laughs) uh people uh, body parts are missing out of them young women it's all young young women. women yeah all young women and and uh, everybody and the cops keep leaning towards it being a wild animal attack or uh, a werewolf. Well, eventually a werewolf. Well, the reason why is because they keep finding fur, they keep finding samples that mm-hmm. come back in the lab as wolf. <laughs> it's it's it's, right. it's like this definitely has it's got wolf DNA because <laughs> they're pulling samples of, of of the fur that they're finding on the on the body around the body you know things like that so it's like it's 
they're like, yeah, this is definitely a plus the bite radius uh, on, you know, it, right. you know, but then the first victim, also, her entire genitalia is cut out. So like, uh, what is what sense does that make? Removed. Well, removed. depends who you ask. Well, um, Ed Gein collected them. Uh, he sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, but however, when it comes to this whole theory of a werewolf, the film does not pull a Jaws. Uh, we see the where we see a wolf-like creature in full display numerous times throughout the film, well before the end of the second act. Uh, yes, it's it's quite soon into the film you see. Right. I think it's the so, second victim I mean, you actually the, the second victim you actually see a wide pan shot of the wolf mm-hmm. standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Good, it, really cool shot too. Makes no bones about it. Right. No. So so that's why as the film progresses and they keep laying on the alcoholism and the troubles this guy's having, you're like, well, we know there's a werewolf. They fucking showed us to him. This is the prime candidate. <laughs> and there's <laughs> subtle hints all throughout the way that make you think that's where they're going. And then, like, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know exact moment, but there's some before the big reveal. There's a point where you realize they're not going that way. Yeah. No. It's it's and, and the thing is it's not there's it's not it's little before that final sequence. There's little Easter eggs throughout the film too. You just have to find them. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, I did I caught a bunch of them and I'm like you know what I gotta go online I gotta I gotta check out a video and I guarantee you there's tons that I missed and there were there were a good handful that I missed um, and I can talk about them if we're spoiling the film if you want to share at least one of them well one of them for instance in the beginning of the film after the first murder the yeah. owner of the house shows up during the snowstorm where he keeps screaming about it's like what do you mean there's a murder here what am i going to do rent this place as a haunted house now like that guy mm. i don't know if you remember that yeah. guy but he keeps going on and on and he's like i, I my wife is going to kill me right later on yeah. in the interrogation room they're talking to all a bunch of different people that they've gathered evidence from and people that were on the scene and all that and so they go back to him now, in the first shot and the second shot, the first shot he's complaining about his property having a murder and what am I going to do? Rent it as a haunted house. I got to call my wife. The second time he's in there, and he's got um, he's got facial hair. The second time he's in there, same facial hair and everything, very angry, but uh, annoyed angry, and again talks about I got to talk to my wife. You know, my wife's going to kill me. The end scene since we're ruining it he's completely clean shaven right very mm-hmm. low very low key okay now that character's name is Paul Carnery okay during the film when John goes to the library to take out a bunch of books on taxidermy and um he takes out a bunch of books on taxidermy and all kinds of stuff. Um, if the you notice, and, you know, mythology. the author of those books is this guy, Paul Carnery. So, I did not notice that. So he is the author of all those books because he's a local. He lives in town and he wrote all these books mm-hmm. on taxidermy, which is, what well, he, which is what he does. Second, when 
John goes to visit him at the end of the film to talk to him. The sign hanging up says Paul Carnery, taxidermy. The font is the same font that's on the cover of the book. And if you notice when you watch the film, he's looking at that sign and then it hits him. Fuck. I took out a bunch of books from this guy. Like he put two and two together right there. So that's when he goes back to the door well, and talks to him again. See, but I, I thought I thought what what is that he realized that the guy said he wasn't married. And he noticed the sign. He started putting things together. Right. Like one thing I, led, I to other, the sign, led to so the I, other, led to the other, led to the other. Yeah, no, I didn't notice the sign, but I, I did notice the wife thing, so... Yeah, the wife thing, I didn't but... Both of them. Because yeah. then he asked him, asked him how his daughter was, which is a weird fucking question, because how the fuck should... what? Why should he even ask that question? Yeah, that was creepy. You know, so he asks him how his daughter was doing. He says, oh, I'm not married. Then when he leaves, he sees the sign, because he's holding his coffee that he threw alcohol in, because he was... He asked, hey, can I spill something in your drink? Yeah. And yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was joking around, but then he actually does it. Then he mentions the, how he doesn't have a wife. Asks him how his daughter is. Says he's got to leave. Notices the sign. Then something just, boom, starts, oh, starts piecing it together. Mm -hmm. This connects to this, connects to this, connects to this. Because he took out a bunch of books at the library. That he wrote, this guy wrote, and then he just starts putting things together. But the precursor to that scene is the 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 female deputy gets a phone call from the original guys whose uh girlfriend or fiance he was going to ask her to marry him he says he finds like a little sewing needle thing and then she realizes that um she realizes that she puts pieces together because she has a box of all these different things of evidence and in the box for him is his picture and some taxidermy stuff. And because she's also local, she puts those two things together and starts racing towards uh, his house immediately because she knows that John mm -hmm. is going there because he needs to have him sign the paperwork to release um, stuff that they had in evidence. So there's little things like that. There's little things like that. Um, there's little things like um, the way they... The way they, uh, like the one woman's in the diner and then you just see a silhouette, but you see the guy walk by and he's like really tall. You know, it's like all these like little kind of Easter egg things like that. It was it was pretty, pretty well done. From what I understand, oh, the movie... Very, very detailed. Yeah, and, and I think it's one of those scripts that I, I believe I read was, it was written a while ago. It was written a while ago, so it's probably been worked on and worked on and worked on. You know, to uh, to get it to where it is now, which in my opinion often. was amazing. Um, sure, yeah. and I believe the the original title or the working title was just called the Werewolf. So, or the Wolf. Maybe it was called the mm -hmm. Wolf. It's either the Werewolf or the Wolf. I'm so I didn't go that way because I hate these one name titles. I hate it too. And I'm, you're, you're right. Oh, by the way, great title, great title for the film, Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's great. 
it's it's not it's it's descriptive, but it, it's really that's not really what the movie's about. That's the great thing. Is like it even, yeah. Like the, well, well, you know the the, the most, thing. The I thing mean, is, I mean, it says the wolf. It doesn't say the werewolf or anything like that. It's it leaves it open because they don't know in the movie well, what I in mean the is, beginning. Is that... Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying what I, what I mean is that like the wolf. It's it's the it's the mystery. What the film's about, Jim uh, John Marshall. Oh yeah. And, oh, here's that great a, shot. For a of... film that has a lot. Yeah, for, for a film that has a lot of um, physical violence and physical just confrontation right the film has a lot of long dialogue sequences that really just explore human emotion yeah there was a in the and, and the slideshow was a great shot of him drinking the listerine to just because he's run out of booze yeah i mean and it just really goes to show i mean an alcoholic will go through any means to get drunk because they you know the he need he needed he needed to do it he's feeding the beast yeah but there were also some really good shots. There were, well, that was a actually a good, uh, good metaphor there. Um, there was also the, those those shots of them zooming in on the cabinets above his microwave for a couple of mm-hmm. shots, and it's like, well, yeah, I didn't know why. And then you realize that's where he's hiding his booze. Did, now, did you notice that there are certain scenes where people look right at the camera? I took a couple of the screenshots. Um. There's a couple times where they stop and the character, like uh, when we meet the second victim, when yeah. they show her at her job during the day, the camera just pulls up to her and she just looks right in the camera for like a long time. And uh, I didn't notice. Uh, and I also, well, I kind of thought if really? I the reason why if okay the reason why it probably didn't stand out to me was because the probably the POV of it is that she's looking at the person on the other end, not me. But but it, she's looking right. I mean, like you you if you're if she's looking at a person, you film differently. The film focuses on her looking oh. right at the camera, and they also have a shot where John Marshall and uh, Detective Julia Rob, uh, Robson, the female yeah. detective that works with him, there's a scene where they both look right into the camera. Now they're supposed to be looking at something else, but they they have it look look like the camera, and they hold that a little bit longer than you should. It's intentional. It's like it's, and I. I haven't looked into it. I haven't read any, read in any like detailed reviews or uh, um, um, criticisms of the film, so I, I don't know if anybody else has gone deeper into that. But there are spots where he specifically has them looking into the camera. Got to be honest, I I noticed that stuff a lot. I did not notice that in this. Now, to be fair, this is my second or third time watching the film. Okay. And you watched it once, so I've, I've seen it one time. So it, uh, yeah, I'm not, so it could be that I think I think a second viewing for you. Knowing how detailed this film is, I, I think you'd notice it the second. second I definitely, viewing. I definitely want to watch this a second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, this this film begs for repeat viewing, and I, I, it's just, I, I, I could spend, I could spend, we could, you and I could spend half an hour just, just like play acting our favorite scenes. Oh of, yeah. Uh, of John Marshall just losing his shit. Oh, dude, it's so great. Like in the beginning of the film when he's talking to his AA and his, he's in his AA meeting yeah. and he's just talking to them. He has like a, uh, not a super long scene of dialogue, but he has a nice chunk of dialogue in the scene where he's talking about his wife and he, he's like, ex-wife. or his ex-wife. And he's like, can't say one thing bad about her because, you know, she, she gave birth to my daughter. But man, she could be one hell of a fucking bitch or something like that. Right. Yeah. And then and then. 
And then one, you just you hear someone either chuckle or he goes, "Yeah, you met her." Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like like that person actually met her. He was kind of just saying, it's like metaphorically, "Yeah, you met her." <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know her. Uh, it's I, the, like little things like that were great, and I and really when, loved his his performance in this. And even even like how that scene progresses, where he starts fat, starts talking about his, like, you know, I I don't I don't wish her harm. You know, I, I will admit I I often have daydreams of like renting a like a, a big back, plow and just a backhoe, just backhoe, and just turning it on and watching it slowly drive through our house, not to hurt anybody, you know, but just to, just, just to really enjoy the destruction he's like he's like traveling yeah yeah on. he's like yeah he says yeah he goes just not to hurt anybody but just to remind everyone that i'm still here i oh, that, that i still exist <laughs> that i exist it's just, it's just or that, that i matter that i forget stuff it, it was something along those lines yeah <laughs> it was so fucking good you learn everything you need to know about the character in that opening scene and that is great screenwriting very good well because he he's at that moment too right after that he's talking about if you're not distracted the beast won't come out, right? Mm-hmm. And then he keeps getting distracted <laughs> during that, obviously on purpose, because his phone keeps going off and he just hears footsteps of, of people and then he doesn't hear anything. And he's like, what's the matter? He goes, I don't hear people. Meaning something just fucking happened and the whole, everybody just left. And, and that's the reveal that he's uh, a police officer right. or a de- deputy sheriff, whatever the hell he is. Exactly. And that, um, again, that introduction everything you need to know about this character is right in that one thing who he loves who he hates his battles uh his his you know what his weaknesses and his occupation everything right everything. in one shot that's how you fucking write god damn it and and i'll tell you what too we talked about uh the last film we reviewed which was Candyman, the uh the sequel to the original mm-hmm. 1992 Candyman, having great cinematography this film has great cinematography oh, too great shots like re- like the opening of the film of just looking into the forest snow laden and just and you know what too i was talking to mare because she watched this with me um i said because they filmed this in winter because there's some footage of him talking about the film industry and making film and uh you know he's only got like four thousand or five thousand followers on youtube which our show has like three thousand uh it's like it's like he should have like a hundred thousand followers on youtube but i guess he doesn't post enough content but anyway he was talking about film and you know just go do it and you know uh you know you know it's all about making movies and it's hard getting the funds but you know just do it and this is a guy that just is like he's making a second film and he was saying that he was in utah when this video came out, and I'm like, oh, he's filming The Wolf of Fucking Snow Hollow. He's in Utah, because that's where the movie was made. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm going with it is, there are definitely scenes in this film where it's actually snowing. Where they had, you know, a, a scenes where it was really snowing, and they took advantage of it, and it had some really nice shots. You know it wasn't a snow machine. Like, there's hey, a... Sh- you know- there's a oh I'm sorry real quick but there's a shot where the, the the second victim is in her car and no the third victim is in her car and you could tell there's a snow machine on the top on the roof of the car shooting snow out into the scene because it just looked different it looked mm-hmm. different than the other snow scene it still looked good but there are definitely at least two or three scenes in this movie where it is really snowing. 
And I love I, that they use free production. I thought that was yeah, great. I, well, I also think like this film, I think this illustrates how uh, how so, some of the barriers for low budget films have been knocked down just by the digital advancement of, of uh, yeah. the media. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could on a low budget, you can make a you can shoot a high def film that looks as beautiful as this. That's the game changer. Yeah. That you, you don't you don't have to ha- you don't have to afford high end film stock anymore. You can just you know that guerrilla filmmaking should be more prevalent than it actually is, just because of how easy it is. But instead, we got people doing TikTok shit for thirty seconds. You know. <sighs> and and what depresses me is I see where these TikTok videos are taking place, and it's obviously multi million dollar mansions. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck mm-hmm. you and your your no talent, uh, like not giving back anything to society. Ass. Fuck Joey, you. You had me at fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I can't praise this film enough. I mean, it's really just it's an excellent film. It's a great horror comedy. It it works on both levels. It's a oh, great yeah. comedy and it's a great horror film. The reveal, the uh, the twist reveal is not cheesy. It works. Uh, the film has a full resolution. Uh, you, you come away just feeling like you watched a complete story. I just, you yeah. know, it's just uh, no. It's I an awesome. I, I this is going to be one of those uh, reviews where we go, you know, thirty minutes, forty-five minutes max. Because what else is there to say? Go see this movie. It's fucking great. Yeah, uh, yeah, really. Now, uh, here's another example. Just like last last episode, um, Wolf of Snow Hollow on IMDb. 6.2. No. What the fuck? Way too low. Like, that is wanna... stupidly low. I'll look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, what's Rotten Tomatoes saying about this? I, You know what? I, I believe it is much higher. It's gotta be. This is bullshit. You know, you know what it is? It's a 6.2 because there wasn't an actual werewolf. People are people are like there's no werewolf in there. Me, me, yeah. me, me. It's like uh, when people, uh, it comes at night. It's like it's an A twenty four. It's art house horror, which by the way, if people, I, well, if that, people that, are are watching or like uh, anyone is, is and seeing my posts every day, I don't post on social media. I only post at Halloween. I post a horror movie uh, poster and a, a small synopsis about it every day until Halloween, and then that's it. You don't see me for another year. <laughs> <laughs> um so it, it's it's 89% critic reviews obviously and uh or where I was going with that it comes at night it's a really good film but the trailer misleads you it's art house i've been posting art house horror films on my facebook listen art house horror is actually really good you just have to fucking have a brain cell to enjoy it unfortunately or patience or patience and i got both um, and here it is, sixty-six percent audience score. Ain't no werewolf. Me, 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 me. Just like Candyman, I got to side with the, with the critics on this one. I got to say eight. Oh, absolutely an eight. But if you if you wanted a nine, I might. I would think I might go nine. You know, I. I... Listen, I'm really good with an eight. Nine head, is heading into perfection area. I feel like we've, and, we've given out too not too many nines and tens in the past. So I, I think eight's good for this. Uh, we hard, it's definitely we, better than a we seven. rarely give out nines. I think we've only but given I, a ten once or twice. But I still think it's too too many. We gave what did we give? We gave Nightcrawler a ten. 
well deserved. Oh, that again. That's 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 the bar. Yeah. Um, did we give Nocturnal Animals a ten or a nine? Possibly. Possibly. That's also. It's a funny that nines and tens have come from two Jake Gyllenhaal movies. <laughs> who, yeah, right? who who knew? Um, I want to say oh, we're, we, we're good with eight, right? Yeah, yeah, we're good with eight. I want to say eight. we gave Batman vs Superman a nine. That movie was getting a lot of shit when we reviewed it. Yeah, and it might have been reactionary. It, In it, hindsight, I, I would I should have gone with eight, but nine, nine's fine. I mean, yeah, I th- whatever. I think we went with a nine for that, and I think it, I think it was reactionary because it got a lot of shit, and I'm like, you know what? There's more. There is way more good in this movie than bad. Way more. Listen. The only thing that pisses me off more yeah. than all the people that shat, shat on the original Suicide Squad film, even though there's not a bad movie, and then the new Suicide Squad came out, and everybody jumped on the bandwagon. And was like, all right, that's great. But now everybody has to come out and specifically say, here's why the original sucked and this one's great. So no, they're both no, they're both good. Fuck yeah, you. They're both, Stop it. Yes. Yes, the second one is better, but... Come on, stop it, fanboys! Uh, fanboys. Well, it's we've 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 already talked about this. How audience, uh, a lot of the audience, and the critics have drawn a line in the sand, and they put Marvel on one side, which can fucking almost do no wrong, and they put DC on the other, where it's like we're gonna shit on. Out of every ten films, we're gonna shit on seven of them. Mm-hmm. That's just what they've chosen. It's you know they didn't shit on the first Wonder Woman film, but the second one comes out, which is more more closer to a comic book, and they shit on it completely because well we gave you the first one, we're not giving you the second one. It's like I didn't hate the second Wonder Woman film. Was it as good as the first one? Nah, probably not. But the second one was fun. They can all burn in hell. <laughs> but uh, I well, mean I mean I mean yeah. I mean they have a right to their opinion. Sure. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so we wrap it up. I think we're wrapping up. Yeah, but well, yeah, Wolf of Snow Hollow, another horror film. Uh, oh, uh, so do, you want, do we want to talk very briefly before we start wrapping up about what we're going to review next week? Um, do we have anything? Uh, well, you know what? I, let's just do it a wild card because um, I'll be because hmm, we may, we may not be recording next week depending on when I get to your house. But I think I'll be at your house Thursday, so we might record live Thursday. Oh my I mean, God. like together. I, I I would love that, but I cannot hold you to recording after driving from Texas to my house, uh, and getting here Thursday and then recording Thursday well, night. Let's 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 say let's say tentatively that there might be a show next week, but if there is, it'll be the two of us in the same room, and we will review two new horror films. That sounds good. They don't and have not, to be brand new, but they have to be recent. I think we said five years. That's the max. Yeah, yeah, just something more Give current. Give or take. Um, and if, if we don't have a show next Thursday, uh-huh. then we'll definitely have a show the following Thursday. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Awesome. All right, everybody. Let's let's get the music. Let's kick that shit in. Uh, all right. Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download or listen to the show there. You can also go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. And if you want to leave us email, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can also leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. Download the Android app for your Android device, phone, tablet, whatever you're using. You can go to moviesucktastic.com slash mst.apk. 
or download your favorite podcast app, doesn't matter what device you have, and do a search for Movie Sucktastic, we come right up. Uh, all right. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Do your job. Do your job. <laughs> it's not a wolf. It's a man. When do I get to be right about something? <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.